Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. Where the hell is the time gone? People are upset with the Dolphins. People don't understand why Tua was allowed to play in the game. Coaches are trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And me? I just want to see the dude be healthy. If he's not ready to go against the Jets, please do not rush it. We've talked about Aaron Judge. The Yankees lose to the Orioles tonight. No home run number 62. He's still tied with Roger Maris. We talked about Albert Pujols. Home run number 701 the Cardinals go over the Pirates and then tonight a team that has not seen the postseason in 20 years the Seattle Mariners they get a walk off over the Oakland Athletics the final score 2 to 1 a walk off Cal Raleigh decides to hit a home run to send them into the postseason for the first time in 20 years. Here it is, courtesy of the Mariners Radio Network. Here's the stretch. The 3-2 pitch, swing and a drive. Deep to right field. Stay fair. Holy smokes, he did it. Off the hit in air cafe. Cal Raleigh with a walk-off home run. How sweet it is. The Mariners and the 20-year drought. A 20-year drought. Cal Raleigh probably doesn't even remember the last time the Mariners were in the postseason, 2001. He's 25 years old. He doesn't know what a Mariner in a playoff looks like. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to the Mariners. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they they went around or you know just went on a little bit of a run. They got the pitching to do it. They got the bats to do it. Maybe not the bats, certainly the hitting, or excuse me, the pitching. Let's see what they can do. Nice enough of an accomplishment to, at minimum, go back to the postseason. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also hit me up. I'm on social media at JR Sport Brief. The conversation has really been around Tua. You know, last night was no different. We also, tonight, we were able to talk about the Buffalo Bills getting ready to take on the Ravens. Uh, we had a caller ask me, hey, who do you think will win? I said, man, have you seen the Ravens' defense? It has sucked this year. And so I want to give I want to give the Buffalo Bills some credit here that their defense is one of the best. Their offense is one of the best. And all things considered, might it be a shootout? Maybe. And if it is, I'm going with the Bills. Because when it comes down to getting a stop despite their injuries in the secondary – I think they're more capable. Now, we have to see what the weather looks like. But that's a whole different scenario and situation. And their head coach, and they meaning the Baltimore Ravens, their head coach, John Harbaugh, he spoke to the media. And it wasn't just about stopping Josh Allen. He also put in his two cents about Tua Tonga Valoa. And he says he cannot understand why he was out there playing. Take a listen. I couldn't believe what I saw last night. I couldn't believe what I saw last Sunday. You know, it was just something that was astonishing to see. I've been coaching for 40 years. Now, in college and the NFL, almost 40. And uh, I've never seen anything like it before. And it just was really something that, uh, you know, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. You really don't get any higher up on the food chain in the NFL coaching tree outside of someone like John Harbaugh. You got Belichick, Andy Reid. You got Mike Tomlin, Pete Carroll. When those guys speak up, everybody else has to pretty much fall in line. And here you have Mike McDaniel as a rookie head coach only coaching his his third and fourth game as the Dolphins head or the Dolphins leader. You know, he's towing the company line. He's saying that the medical professionals and the doctors, they said he was okay, it was a back injury, and thus he played. Uh, He spoke to the media, and he says when it comes down to Sunday, not even last night, he says on Sunday, we did everything right. Listen. The whole process for what happened on, on the Bills game was, you know, he was evaluated for a head injury immediately. Um, That's, that's what, um, we brought him under the tent for and brought him inside for. Um, he was evaluated um, and then cleared by several layers of medical professionals who um, I don't pretend to be one, but those people, um, uh, the collection of them, uh, cleared him of any head injury whatsoever. Yeah, he's he's leaning on the medical professionals, but... I think this comes with experience, and it certainly comes with uh, common sense. We talked about this extensively earlier on in the show. And if you missed it, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. It boils down to common sense at times, and we know common sense is not all that common. J.C. Treader, who is the lead for the NFL Players Association, said there is such a thing called a no-go. And outside of all of the evaluations 
or the evaluation process that takes place when a player is or, or potentially concussed, that if a guy looks like he ain't ready to go, then you sit him out. It's really that simple. That supersedes asking someone, hey, how many fingers am I holding up? What city are you in? You know, what is the day of the week? Uh, Outside of asking a a couple of simple questions, you can always just go, oh, he don't look right. Sit down. It's really that simple. Sometimes we overcomplicate situations and issues. And so Mike McDaniel, yes, he is towing the company line. He's saying the doctor said that he was okay. It was only a back injury. Did it look like a back injury? And even if it was a back injury, why was he wobbly? It looked like his head to me. And I'm not Jameis Winston who knows about uh, the elbows connected to the back and all that other stuff that he was saying. Come on. There really ain't no difference between your brain, your spine, and your neck. They're all connected. If you really want to know where the buck stops at, and Mike McDaniel might learn this into the future, it's the coach. Bill Belichick knows it. He plays dumb. He goes, man, and by the way, Mac Jones is not going to play. He's going to miss his first start due to that high ankle sprain that Bill Belichick says was a a day-to-day issue. Well, it's day-to-day, and he ain't playing Sunday. But the fact is, the coach can solicit as much information as he wants and decide who plays. He also can take the approach of, I ain't playing him regardless. It was only about a month ago where the Pivot podcast had one of the best interviews ever, and it was Mike Tomlin, who's obviously the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is a coach's coach. He is a player's coach. He is respected. He is appreciated for the bond that he builds with his players. And damn it, if I played football, I would want to play for Mike Tomlin. And there was a point in time, a lot of people don't know this, Ryan Clark who has moved away from being a defensive back in the league and a media personality on ESPN and now the podcast with The Pivot. He has sickle cell. And there was a point in time where his injury, or not his injury, just his condition, just put him on the line of of playing. And of course, as a player, he wanted to play. He wanted to go. Mike Tomlin, he had the option of, okay, you want to play, go. Mike Tomlin shut him down. I want you to take a listen very carefully as to why Mike Tomlin decided not to put Ryan Clark on that field. The last time we was in Denver, man, this dude almost died, right? Right. No, man, I got to lay my head down at night. Like, it goes back to that point. Like, how can you expect unique results, man, without unique relationships, man? It was my job to care about that dude in that moment. Correct even maybe more so than he cared about himself. Like, that's leadership, right? Yep. Yeah. First, like, as a leader, I got an obligation to safeguard him. Hey, Mike McDaniel didn't say anything too different. He said that the doctors okayed it. It wasn't a head issue. It was his back. Okay. That's his cover. That's what he's saying. And I'm not saying he's lying. I believe he's telling the truth. 
But the buck does stop with you. You're the head coach. You decide who plays. You decide who doesn't. That, that's you. That's your call. And he's taken responsibility for Tua. He said himself that he could not sleep at night. He said that he should not have the position if he can't make such calls. Well, I think this is a learning experience for him to learn that the call stops with you regardless of whether whether a doctor says or does not say. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Lou is calling from Rochester. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi, JR. Um, it's, it's a real tough situation. Um, I really feel for Tua. I think uh, the NFL, um, with their policies, their the fair enforcement of uh, the protocols, are more to blame than maybe McDaniel, although he has some blame for sure. It's It's interesting what you just said about what Tomlin had said about being a leader and um, may may have failed there, but the NFL uh, leaving it up to teams pretty much versus like their their own enforcement of player safety. The teams have like a interest in maybe winning momentarily or temporarily, and the, the players themselves want to stay in the game. Like Rodney Harrison talked about on the Dan Patrick show today. So they can't there's gotta be stronger enforcement on the NFL's part. They they screwed the guy's career up and his health is at risk. Well I, I do have to in, insert this. It's not just a matter of having NFL team doctors on the sidelines. There are independent doctors on the sidelines as well who evaluate the players for the reasons that you just said. Uh, This has not always been the case. Typically, you would have team doctors who would be available, and they would be the ones to say whether or not a player was eligible to play. And that is certainly a conflict of interest because, man, if I got an issue with my arm, my shoulder, my back, the team doctor, he works for the team. He wants to ensure that player X can go out there and play, that he can execute, that he can do his duty to the team. Is he completely concerned about the player's long-term health? Not so much. He may educate said player, but his thought process is, can he play in the game now? Can he play over the next couple of weeks? Can he exacerbate the injury? Can he make it worse? Is he going to be here to help us? If the player's own doctor was there, the own player's own doctor might say, no, you need to sit down. You need to think about your quality of life. But quite frankly, if you play in the NFL, what are you thinking about when it comes down to your quality of life? You know it's going to be affected. You know you're going to get banged up. You know you're going to get hit. You know you're going to pay the price. It's just a matter of, of how much. David is calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jar, how you doing? Very well. So, two things. Number one, you know, I think this two-up whole situation is kind of getting blown up just because he played. I mean, if if he didn't get injured, I mean, we wouldn't be having this discussion like today. Also, I don't think it's it's fair to start blaming the team doctors and the coaching staff because it's, it's Technically on Tua, he decided to go out there, 
in play, and, it's, and at the end of it, he just got injured. It's, it's not. It's not. I mean, so the, the first point of what you said, obviously we're talking about it because he got hurt. There were concerns all week long as to whether or not he, A, should have continued playing in Sunday's game. And as he was on the injury report all week long, there were concerns about him playing last night. And so to say that we're only talking about it because he got hurt, it's like, yes, of course we are. And it's, it's really being pushed because he suffered two apparent head injuries, head, back, neck, in the same week. And so I think that goes without saying that is a major issue. And for the last point of what you said, it's, it's not Tua's decision. Any NFL player, for the volatility of the game, for the volatility of the league, we talk ad nauseum about how cutthroat it is, how you are here today and gone tomorrow. Ask Tua whose decision it is to play, whether he's healthy or not. Don't matter. Ask him. You know, how how tricky it can be when he first got his opportunity and Ryan Fitzpatrick was thrown into the field or thrown onto the field when they felt that he couldn't deliver the ball down the field. And so it's not the players who decide when and if they play. That's on the coaching staff. I appreciate the insight, JR. No problem, David. Thank you so much for calling from Chicago. No, it's not. What, what player? If players decided whether or not they could play, and, and I'm not talking injury. Let's make this real simple. In a general sense, everybody be playing, but that's not the case. You got 11 guys on one side of the ball. You got 11 guys on the other side. There's a whole bunch of other dudes standing on the sidelines. There are dudes on the practice squad. There are people watching at home. There's a whole lot of people that want to play. And so if you want to put the injury aspect in there, man, if, if they feel he's busted up, he doesn't play. It's really that simple. You can, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play all you want. We've heard stories about guys having to have their, their helmets hidden from them so they don't go back onto the field. That's what the NFL is trying to get away from. Players aren't supposed to have that type of, I'm going to play power especially if you've proven you can't even stand up on your own two damn feet tom is calling from pennsylvania you're on cbs sports radio hi jr what's up i got a story to tell you this to a situation everything we know it's horrific i'll tell you a story about a high school kid that played football with my son they are both defensive linemen and i noticed after five, six games, there's something wrong with this kid. His name was Dave, a big kid. Pretty good defensive line, but it seems like I told, asked my son one day, there's something wrong with David. He, when the ball snapped, he doesn't know where the ball is or anything. Now, over, the, over that season, he had three concussions, but I found out that this kid was legally blind. And I said, how in the world can a doctor pass a kid a physical place, high school football, being illegally blind? He didn't know what was coming at him. He had three concussions. I was horrified. There was a sports writer that did a beautiful article about this kid. A guy, a local guy here, had been doing it for 40 years. I called him up. I said, you're missing something here, Greg. You said you, said you commended this kid for having the courage to play football, being illegally blind. He had three concussions. I mean, it was horrific. 
And what doctor would pass a kid, a young kid, 16 years old, to go play high school football being physically blind? He took shots. I watched. I went to many of the games. He took a lot of shots. Didn't know what was coming at him. I was just horrified about it. Uh, But thank you, JR. That's all I wanted to say. Well, thank you, Tom, for calling from Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, it's up to the people who are supposed to ensure the health and safety of the players to do so, and that's that's at any level. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk some more NFL football when we come back. I'll get some more of your calls. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, Friday night, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First of all, one of the most well rounded shows on Sports Talk Radio. You have it. Don't change anything. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Yeah, I ain't going to change nothing ever. I'm just going to be me. I'm the same guy when you got me here on the radio i'm the same guy if you see me out in the street same guy when i'm sitting down for dinner i'm the same guy when i wake up i'll just mind my business that's it it's the jr sport brief show on cbs sports radio there are a lot of people with a lot of opinions here with us on a friday night early saturday morning depending on where you live and let's talk to you about it Tua has been the conversation. I I know this is a fact. By the time I get back here with you on Monday night, it's not going to be a Tua conversation. We're going to talk about the Bills and and the Ravens, Lamar and Josh Allen. We'll talk about the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. And how about this? I mean, even the Jacksonville Jaguars are out here playing like a good football team because they are. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, at this point in the season, has already thrown six touchdowns to one INT, and this should actually be a pretty cool matchup because the Jacksonville Jaguars this Sunday, you think about their season up until now, they lost to the Washington football team. It looked like the the same old, same old Jacksonville Jaguars. Then they beat the Colts. Okay, fine. The Colts look like bums. They beat the Chargers. Okay, yeah, fine. They beat the Chargers. We know that they've had their own uh, injury history. But Jacksonville is going to go to Philadelphia and take on the Eagles. The 3-0, undefeated. We are the king of the hill, king of the NFL right now, Philadelphia Eagles. And so this is actually going to be a pretty cool marker for the Jags. Doug Peterson is going to be returning back to Philadelphia. The Jags are trying to make their mark. They have the top rushing defense in the league so far in a short span. Passing defense leaves something to be desired. The offense is what it is. The Eagles are undefeated. And so this should actually be a very cool matchup. And Trevor Lawrence, thinking about what he's been able to do so far this season, he gives credit to his offensive line. Sure, the way our, our group's played up front, I got all the confidence in them. 
Um, I think just the way we've executed the last couple game plans has been great. And uh, today was a good day. Good step in the right direction. Yeah, today was a good day. Like Ice Cube said, just wake up in the morning. Got to thank God. I don't know, because today seems kind of odd. No barker from the dog. No smog. And I can go on and on. Preach, man. Keep going. Nah, 40. We got 30 more minutes. Nah, I'm not doing. You want the clean or the dirty version? Well, for our job sake, let's, let's, let's stay with clean. Well, I'll avoid both. Okay. Nick Sirianni taking a look at his own team, the Eagles, who are undefeated. They led the world in rushing last season, and now their quarterback, Hurts, he already has four touchdowns in the air in addition to three rushing touchdowns. He's amazing. Nick Sirianni, he's proud of his guys this year. He's seen the improvement. We're always talking about constantly improving, constantly improving, constantly improving. I think what we've seen here is I don't know the exact number of guys that are still on the roster from when Doug was here, but uh, you know, Jalen to me is a completely different player. Yeah, he, yeah, we've heard nothing, nothing, but how much he's improved as a passer, and so we have some amazing games. Well, let me let me correct that. Well, no, it's right. We have some amazing games this upcoming Sunday. The Eagles and Jags are one of them. Are the Jaguars going to get punched in the mouth? Or are they going to show that they are a legitimate threat this season to potentially go back to the postseason, something that they have not done since 2017? And the Eagles at home will have a chance to go 4-0. and Another game that I'm going to pay attention to, and, and not because, oh, my God, I can't wait to see him. We got a couple of Oklahoma guys out there. Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. That's right. The Carolina Panthers are going to go out there and host the Arizona Cardinals. The Cards, they're one and two. It's a disappointment. The Panthers, they're one and two. Matt Rule is already being talked about as uh, – finding the exit door. They got a lot of people trying to push him out of it. And Kyler Murray is just being eviscerated. Like, he's... Well, well, anyway, how about this? LaShawn McCoy. Hey, Shep, what... LaShawn McCoy spoke where? Where was this? He speaks everywhere, but this specifically was I am a, I'm an athlete. I am athlete with uh, Brandon Marshall. Yeah, who finally gets along with people these days. Well, he's, he, he doesn't need to beat him up. He just needs to talk about him. Sorry, that's a little harsh. You know how B. Marshall loves himself and B. Marshall doesn't let other people speak sometimes. Uh, he's a nice guy, though. I give him credit. Everyone's a nice guy to you, though. Bring out the best in people. Well, well not everybody, but I'll, I'll accept it. But the fact is, Kyler Murray, for what he's been able to do this season, run around during comebacks, scramble around 75 yards in the backfield trying to come back. LaShawn McCoy, he is not a fan of Kyler Murray at all. Take a listen. You know how we talk about Kyler Murray? It's like he's streaming. Should he be studying, doing that? That's who Aiton is. He's trash. Aiton, no, but Aiton played his role. You're like Aiton. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, you, you're an example, and I'm saying that the player you use is trash. Kyler Murray? Trash. Wow. I'm over overrated. He put like a he put like high school player. Runs around. <laughs> I, think, I think he's overhyped. Runs backwards. He does a circle, the ballerina circle, then goes left, goes right, turns all the way around again, then looks for a wide receiver. He's trash. That's so how you Mahomes, play quarterback. So Mahomes can do. He ain't Mahomes. We, well, we know he's not Mahomes. 
LaShawn McCoy cannot, obviously. He made it very clear how he feels about Kyler Murray. And the Aiton they were referring to was DeAndre Aiton. And the contract situation they referred to was the moment we learned that Kyler Murray had a clause in his contract trying to incentivize him to study. Talked about how he doesn't read defenses. It's too much scrambling. You heard McCoy. He plays like a high school QB. Kyler Murray, not asked specifically about LaShawn McCoy, but for the season so far, Kyler Murray only has 65 yards rushing. I get it. It's three games, but even for Kyler Murray, that's on the low side. And when Kyler Murray was asked about it, he pretty much said, I'm doing what I'm asked. And so that's that's pointing a finger at Cliff Kingsbury to say, he's not, he's not allowing me to go out there and run. He's not asking me to. And so I don't know. With the Cardinals, it's the same old, same old. I drew this conclusion at the end of last year. They ain't going anywhere with Cliff Kingsbury. The fact that they gave this man a contract extension is still beyond me especially after his second consecutive failure at the end of a season. The Cardinals have been one of the most undisciplined teams in the league, racking up penalties. I'm not talking about this year, but the past few seasons. Cliff Kingsbury ain't ready for primetime. He's pretty much just laid his whole career out on Cliff Kingsbury, getting rid of Rosen, and it doesn't look like it will work out. I know. Hopkins can come back and he can be the quote-unquote magic eraser when he returns from his suspension. But the cards are just, I consider them to be like the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers of the NFC. Just always good games, good potential, a lot of talent, but always going to find some way to choke. And so it's real appropriate that the Panthers are going to take on the cards and someone, one of these Oklahoma guys, has to walk away with a victory. I'm going to say even in Carolina, it's probably going to be Kyler Murray, unless all of his receivers are broken, which they happen to be right now. Interesting matchup. Act like it's a college game. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side before we roll out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, thanks for taking my call. I'm a first time caller but a long time listener. So first and foremost, I want to say I love your show. I enjoy it. It helps me get home at night when I'm taking a late shift at my job. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Friday night to you. Happy Saturday morning. We've got a full weekend. Got a lot of NFL games. Hopefully these NFL games are played safely. Let's get to the phones. We've got a lot of people here. I want to get everybody on before I roll out. Jim is calling from Boise. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jim? 
Hey, JR. First time caller. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Um, Long time listener, though. So, a couple things. Uh, congrats to Seattle. Gotta love it. Except Northwest, we're good. However, I really want to touch on that Tua thing. Um, yeah. My understanding of the protocol that's supposed to be followed. When Tua went down, he was supposed to get evaluated on the sideline in the tent. That didn't happen. They took him directly to the locker room. Oh my, hey Jim, I gotta, I gotta tell you here, man. Uh, I don't want to be a jerk, but I want to express the sentiments of probably everyone listening. Can you speed it up a little? Are, are you oh, occupied? I'm sorry. It's, I, I, I'm sorry. It's, it, so, it sounds no, like no, no, you're, no, no. you're good. Wait, hold hey, on, good? Jim. No, it sounds like are you eating dinner right now? I was. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm, well, listen, Jim, I, I don't want to be a jerk. Call me back on Monday when you finish dinner, okay? No, I'm done eating dinner, JR. Well, hurry up, please. Seriously. Seriously. No, what I'm saying is that that happened on when it happened on Sunday. He was supposed to be taken to a tent. He was not. Okay, Jim, Jim. Okay, Jim. We we get that. Just hit me with your final point. Give me that one. The point is, is that protocol wasn't followed. Okay. Well, I'm not sure why you're throwing this out at me, JR. No, wait, Jim. You 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 called you called me. Right. You were you were on hold. We're on a national radio broadcast. And you I've been called, on hold you called you've been on hold forever. Guess what, Jim? It's a popular show. I get and that, so, so so but here's the thing, Jim. If you're on hold here, you have to anticipate knowing that it's a popular show. Yeah. That at any moment in time you could go live. I, I would that, assume and, I would assume that I, when you I, well, now you're on hold. Now you can't say anything. No one hears you, but you can hear me. I would assume that when you go live, that you're going to stop what you're doing and have a conversation with me and not eat your steak. How, I, no, JR, you're turning this on me. What the hell do I sound like? I want to eat too. I want to have dinner. I want to have three dinners. I can tell you a million things that I want to. Well, I can't say that. That, never mind. The point is. I can't sit here and eat on air. I'd be a jackass. People, you'd be calling me saying, "JR, you what are you doing eating? What are you doing? How am I turning this on you? What are you talking about?" Hey, Shep, I, do I need do I need this pause? Do I I can go and get a drink out the studio fridge, right? Do I need to do that? Well, you've never done that. I, I think this was an off. Jim's usually. I, I've never seen Jim do this before. This was an off call from Jim. He says, he, he, Jim told me, I was on hold for a long time. I'm, what, what do you want me listen, to do? Uh, listen, we, we love our guy Tom in Chicago. Tom, is, Tom, might have, Tom has been on the hold for maybe two hours. And he, phone, you, you will never hear Tom eating anything talking to you. The phones have been packed right. for right. four hours. It's as it usually is. Yes, I mean, damn. I was on hold for a long time. Well, I'm sitting here doing the show for four hours. 
What do I sound like? Let's bring him back. Let's see what he says. He's going to yell at me. This is going to be fun. Jim, you're back. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Are you having dessert? Oh, he cut me off? Yeah, did you did you not hear me when I said you can hear me, but no one can hear you? I'm sorry. Hang on a second. I'm talking. Oh, thank you, Jim, for calling from Boise. Oh, my God. <laughs> not again. I knew, <laughs> and Shep, I knew that was going to be great. I knew it was. I knew it was. I knew it was. I knew it. I'm not some type of radio oracle, but I know radio enough to know. He gave me the magic words. Hey, hold on. Oh, that's fine. 855-212-4CBS. Tom is calling from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What you eating, Tom? Oh, JR, it's so good to talk to you. You and, you and David Shepard, night in, night out, you produce a quality-driven sports talk <laughs> okay. show, and I don't Thanks. know how you do it. It's always relevant subject matters. Now, let me get to my point briefly. Before the season began, future Hall of Famer Lance Briggs made the audacious statement that every NFL player suffers from CTE or will suffer from CTE. A rather bold statement, but I kind of like believe it's true. Point number two, and this will be the last one. I know that NFL teams employ doctors that can diagnose like uh, systemic injuries, you know, like Tommy John or broken legs. My question to you is this, and there's a reason I asked. Do NFL teams also employ mental health professionals? The reason I asked, JR, is because we have a quarterback in town named Justin Fields who is, I would say, clinically depressed. I'm very worried about him. He had a press conference on Wednesday. I felt like crying. He's so down on himself. He needs help, and I'm worried about it. Do, Do NFL teams employ mental health professionals i'll uh, listen to your answer well well thank you tom for calling from chicago whether or not they directly employ them or whether they contract them out is is something that i'm not fully aware of i'm not gonna lie but mental health professionals at this point in time are readily available for every single athlete and the nfl by itself has mental health doctors on staff and so it's, it's not difficult for anyone to, to go ahead and get what they need. I'll put it to you this way. In its simplest form, it's not a mental health issue. If an NFL player goes out at night, they have a special car service to get them via the Players Association, via the team. So there is no issues of, and sure, he, he wasn't under the influence of anything, like Miles Garrett a couple of nights ago or a couple of days ago after practice. He rolls his car over a bunch of times. They have that available for when these guys go out at night. So every and anything you could think of, every resource that you would imagine is available to these players, except for in the course of play and can you play. We saw this would happen with Tua. Michael is calling from Colorado Springs. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, that's me. Great. Hey, JR, I just got to say, I listen to you all the time, J-Law. I work late, so I listen to you guys on the way home. I just had a quick take and uh, wanted your opinion on it. Many years ago, Terrell Davis um, was asked to play a snap 
by um, Mike Shanahan. And from what I understand, he said, you know, I can't even see. And because he was out there, he didn't have to carry the ball or anything. But because he was out there, we were able to score. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I've never heard that that story before. And when it comes down to Terrell Davis, and we've actually had Terrell here on the show before, uh, his issues when it comes down to injuries were more so his knees. It took him out. He was also excellent enough to have a 2,000-yard season, two Super Bowls, and go straight on into the Hall of Fame. So I'm not familiar with that story, but players do have power. But we also know this. Players who decide to, to opt out voluntarily can be punished. That's unfortunately what it is, and that's why you have so many guys, because you have a limited time to play, to make your money. You don't want to go. You don't want to go in. You don't want to be a teammate. Justin Herbert said it the other day in a blowout. The Jacksonville Jaguars of all teams were whooping their ass. Justin Herbert goes into the game questionable with busted up ribs, busted up cartilage, and his approach is, oh, yeah, we were losing. I didn't want to quit on my teammates. That's the mentality, man. Is it the best mentality? No. That's why it's so difficult for a lot of athletes to just, when, when their careers are done, when they step away, to just, just become acclimated to, quote, unquote, the civilian world. They've been athletes their entire lives, okay? They've been competing their entire lives. They've been the best at what they've done their entire lives. That drive to go somewhere, to do something, to achieve something that most of us are not going to understand. And then so when it's done, it's done. So that doesn't change when you're on the field, man. That's why a lot of these dudes need to be protected from themselves. You've been listening to the JR Sport Brief Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Shep, man, thank you again for another amazing night, another amazing week. Hey, JR, my pleasure, man. Thank you, first and foremost. No, we just out here hanging out, you know. I hope you all have a great weekend. By the way, damn it, it's about to be October 1st. Depending on where you live, it might already be October 1st. You be safe, you be well in everything that you do. We're going to be back here Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can find me everywhere, online, social media, at JR Sport Brief. It's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Monday night, we'll be back. We'll talk about the games. Hopefully, no crazy injuries. I wish you nothing but the best throughout the weekend. But don't move, because here on CBS Sports Radio, the wonderful Ryan Hickey is coming up next. Thank you, Shep. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.